0: welcome back to fictionary i'm your host dietra and i'm so glad that you're here and that you are you if this is your first time joining me fictionary is a place for you to sit back relax and escape reality for a few moments I recommend sipping on something delicious while you listen. Personally, today I'm drinking water because it has been super hot outside and got to keep hydrated. You know, I want to make sure I keep my skin looking dewy and fresh. So that's the beauty tip for today. Uh, drink water, like all the water that you possibly can. Uh, it helps keep you hydrated and good. So Drink your water, guys. Um, last week was a very special episode. We spoke with author Shantae Oliver, and she gave us some writing tips and ideas. And I felt she was a delight to speak with. She is my sister, um, so I get to say that, and I get to mean it because. I know her, guys. Oh, my God. Um, If you haven't listened yet, I recommend putting it on your playlist for this week because she was dropping some nuggets, okay? For all of you aspiring writers out there, the one takeaway that I got was to do it. Just do it, guys. Even if you only write 100 words a day, it's better than writing zero words. You have to start somewhere. And speaking of somewhere just want to give a plug for our group, Writer's World. You definitely want to check that out. We're still running our 100 Words for 100 Days Challenge. We're about halfway through, which is super exciting. I can't believe that we are 50 days deep into this challenge. It's been so awesome. Um, For me personally, it's birthed this podcast. Um, it's given me motivation to write again, and I've just really been getting a lot from it. So I do recommend uh, joining and participating in the challenge, even if you you know, keep the writings in your journal or in your computer, wherever, just it's good practice for you. So before we get into our stories today, I want to introduce a new segment, and this segment is called Om, which is short for on my mind. And in this segment, I'm going to be talking about things that have been plaguing my waking and sleeping hours, um, driving me basically crazy. And the idea is that hopefully by speaking about it, getting it out there, talking to you guys about it, it'll help me to reset my peace. And maybe, you know, I'm not alone in my feelings about some of these things and you guys will feel a sense of peace by talking about it too. So we'll see how it goes. So the first subject that we're going to talk about today is a little bit controversial, you know? not everybody likes to talk about it but it needs to be said we're gonna talk about bathroom courtesy okay i get it everyone poops we're all human we all need to use the bathroom that's why there's laws that require bathrooms in workplaces and schools and public places why because we all use the bathroom okay that being said I think that there are certain rules of engagement that we should all practice when using a public restroom. It's a social contract guys, you know, there's not a list of rules for most bathrooms when you go in, but as a society, I think there are certain things that we should understand about using the bathroom with other people. It's a private time, like, you know, it's also kind of gross. So let's do some things to make it a little less gross and a little less uncomfortable. So. I have some rules that I think of every time I use the bathroom, the public bathroom, which is rare cuz I will hold it until I explode before I use a public bathroom because people don't follow these rules, okay? So, rule number 1. Use the seat covers, guys. They are there for a reason. Okay, I get that they're really not going to protect you from a disease, all right? Although that is rare, just so you know. Um, but What they do do, do do, get it? Do do, because we're talking about the bathroom. (laughs) All right, sorry, we're going to continue. So what they do is keep the seat clean for the next person and the person who cleans the bathrooms. Okay, we hover, you know, as ladies, guys, you just, you know, spray everywhere by using a seat cover it keeps the seat clean for the next people. It's considerate. I don't think it's that hard. Just use a seat cover, guys. Come on. And number two, and I can't believe that I'm having to say this, but I'm going to say it. And I hope that if you are the person that this is for, that you receive it and you receive it in love and moving forward, you do this. OK, wash your hands, you filthy animal. I mean, come on people. If COVID didn't teach us anything else, I'd hope that one major takeaway is that we should wash our hands. Wash your nasty hands. Wash them. Wash your hands, guys. Okay. I think I am starting to feel a little bit better. Just wash your hands, guys. 20 seconds. Soap and water. Get in there. Kill those germs. You can do it. I believe in you. Okay, number three. Double tap. This is not just a rule for the zombie apocalypse, guys. This is also for the bathroom war. Double tap, double, triple tap. Flush the toilet twice, guys. Especially if you do number two, okay? Nobody wants to walk into the bathroom and see the remnants of the war that you just waged. Like, flush twice. Hit, hit hit that button again guys you can do it just double tap don't don't expose us to yourself we don't need to see it okay it's it's just considerate and then you know it's gross like just flush twice okay number four and this is the final one And this one just irks my soul, and I don't know if it irks anybody else, but it really bugs me. If we are in a bathroom and there are six stalls, and I am the only one in the bathroom, and I am in stall number two, you come in to use the bathroom. You do not need to use stall number one or stall number three. Use stalls four, five, or six. Why? Because you don't need to be directly next to me in the bathroom, especially if there is plenty of space for us to not be next to each other. What kind of sociopath just comes in and sits right next to somebody? Like, it's weird. It's a weird habit. Like, use a different stall. Okay? I don't know if you have, like, you need to use the same stall every time. I know some people have that thing driving them. But if there are lots of empty stalls, please do not sit next to me. We are not bathroom buddies. I do not need to know what's going on over there. We are not in soundproof rooms. Okay, that's all. That is all. Hmm. I I think I do feel a little bit better, guys. I don't know. I think this actually worked. Um, (laughs) so that was on my mind. Uh, I have lots of little rants that I just need to get out there. So we'll see how it goes. And if I I continue with it, but, and I hope you guys weren't too grossed out by the bathroom talk, but like I said, everyone poops. So get over it. Love you. Mean it. (laughs) All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into our stories for today. I'm going to be sharing three 100-word stories. I'll give you the genre, I'll give you the word, I'll give you the character or the action, and I'll give you the title before I read. So hopefully you enjoy, and, uh, you know, if you want to do a word count on me, I would love to see. Uh, I know I hit 100 words on pretty much every story, but someone tried to call me out and tell me that I wrote it was more than 100 words. It was not. I'm very careful about making sure it's only 100 words, guys. Um But anyways, enjoy. We're going to go ahead and get into the stories now. Our first story is, Are We There Yet? The genre is comedy, the action is whining, and the word is slow. Stop touching me! The intrusive howl rises from the back seat, causing my left eye to twitch and my hands to tighten dangerously on the wheel. I observe my progeny in the rearview mirror, waiting to see who will emerge the victor in this battle of wills. Welcome to the jungle, people! The back seat of my 2017 Honda CRV. The eldest holds up a hand and creates an invisible force field. But my youngest is a wily one and begins to wave a single finger tauntingly. Mom! My call to action. Thus goes the slow trip to the grocery store. The end. I don't know if you guys can relate. Um... I don't have kids myself, but hanging out with my nephews and working with children, I can guarantee that this is an authentic experience for some. And also from being a kid myself, I remember being cramped in the back seat of the car with my brother and sister. And if anybody so much as like looked in your direction, it was war. You know, it, it really was war. You're engaging in a battle to maintain the... Fullest uh, space possible and you know you have these little people that are trying to invade so you gotta fight back and that's what war is so we're gonna get into our next story story two Megan the Magnificent the genre is legend the action is roller skating and the word is name Children began a seemingly ancient woman. Today, I am going to tell you the tale of Megan the Magnificent and how she earned her name. Megan was the first and only person in history to roller skate across the Grand Canyon. No one thought she would survive, but she did. She glided across the tightrope with ease, and when she finished, the world was at her feet. But she disappeared and was never seen again. What happened to her? The children asked. With a wink, the woman lifted her long, flowing skirt to her ankles, revealing a bright pink pair of skates. The end. Guys, I'm trying to be on Miss Megan the Magnificence uh, level when I am older. Um, you know, she's still rocking her roller skate, so I'm guessing she's still roller skating at her age, which is however old she is. You never ask a lady. That's rude. Okay. All right. We're going to get into our final story of the day. Hope you guys are ready to enjoy. Our final story of the day is Reset. The genre is legend, the action is pushing a button, and the character is a childcare worker. Teacher observes the chaos in the room. A lone child stands amid a wreckage of paints. The rest of the class stands to the side, staring. Teacher gathers the students and sits them in a circle. We are made of invisible, magical buttons. Some make us laugh or sad, while others make us mad. We must be careful when pushing each other's buttons because no one is the same. Sometimes we push the wrong buttons. But that's okay. That's when we all push the reset button. Teacher uses one finger and pushes the top of their head. All. The children copy. The end. Guys, I have to say, I really wish that it was true. We did have a little reset button that we could push and, you know, start over for fresh. We sometimes say things that we don't mean and, you know, in the heat of the moment and regret it, but there's that saying, you can't unring a bell. Um, I wish that we did have a reset button, but I like the idea of this. You know, we we start afresh. We give each other a new chance, and I think that's so important in how we interact with each other. So that was our third and final story of the day. Uh, thank you for listening to Fictionary. Until next time, keep on reading.